Most of us understand these days that not all disabilities are visible. In this edition of our Edgar podcast, Sweden's Erika Malmberg helps us to remember that although every individual is different, we can all share a love for playing the game of golf. The G4D Open at Woburn in England, earlier in May, was the first RNA-staged Open for golfers with a disability, with its connections to the famed Open Championship itself. This was a historic affair, offering a week of firsts for many of the 80 competitors from 17 countries around the world. Few present will have done more to spread awareness of the benefits and also the personal challenges of golf and life than Erika Malmberg. Each competitor is assigned a sport class that references their impairment in playing golf. Erica's class is Intellectual 2. This bright and erudite 38-year-old from Karlstad in Sweden decided to sacrifice her practice day on the eve of the G4D Open to deliver by invitation a presentation at the official symposium on G4D, which means golf for the disabled. Running alongside the tournament, the symposium was attended by assembled delegates from 15 of the world's golfing nations. Diagnosed with autism and ADD, Erica wants to help tackle misunderstandings about a disability which isn't visible, addressing common misconceptions that she all too often experiences, including comments like, it doesn't show, or why can't you just focus, and surely it doesn't affect your golf. It is these misconceptions that made Erica elect not to practice, but instead speak. She felt it was right, and this is what she said before the event. I don't have a problem um, speaking in front of people. Uh, I'm used to that. It's mainly my job. I know that I won't be able to do a practice round and speak at the symposium the same day, so I will cancel my practice round on Tuesday. And... Of course, that uh, means that I had to choose and it's easy for me to choose to talk at the symposium because I have to remember why I'm doing this. It's actually that I'm going to speak about because I'm doing this. Of course, I want to play golf and I want to improve. I want to get a higher rank on the world ranking. But when it comes to the bottom line, I'm doing this to spread knowledge and prevent perceptions about my disabilities. So that's why it's more important to me to speak at a symposium than play another practice round. Erica wanted to speak at the conference to spread awareness. Similarly, she is never afraid to speak up when she is faced with a lack of understanding that she knows is rooted in ignorance. Does she look for these opportunities? No. But on more than one occasion, she has faced her fears, despite it being upsetting for her to help others better appreciate her condition and those of others with hidden impairments. Listen on a bit and you'll find out how Erica was received by the symposium audience at Woburn. Meanwhile, at the golf course, Erica can offer a seemingly confident hello on the way to the first tee in a competition. After all, here is a business owner with a career, loving the role of being a mum. She is a former police officer in Sweden and a champion-winning rifle shooter from a young age. She may look confident, but her thoughts may be anything but. However, Erica says that at least with golf, the rules are very clear. 
In the rest of her life, she often feels she is navigating through a day in a different language to everyone else. The first thing that comes to mind is that you actually have rules about how to behave. I wish we had it down in normal life as well. Because my main uh, difficulty with uh, autism is that I can't read body language. And it's quite limiting. And the problem is that I don't understand that I can't read it. So my brain is thinking that it knows how to read body language, but I am wrong in 90% of the cases and I'm not realizing which 10% that are correct. Erica will tell you about the acute anxiety she can feel on the first tee if she believes her playing partners may not be on time wanting to scream across to them on the practice putting green to hurry up, or that she will struggle to deal with her high emotions on the course, though each time she plays she is learning to control her reactions to these better. Her thoughts on the course are like walking along in the dark with a flashlight, she says, pointing here and there in panic, searching for the right path, often in vain. For example, I have noticed that things that I have done to show people how much I care about them they have received the information in a way that they think I don't care about them. We don't speak the same language. So, for example, I don't ask that many questions to people because I feel like an intruder. I used to work as a police officer. I asked a lot of questions and people, it felt intruding. Erica combats these pressures by writing detailed lists of everything to remember. But nothing is straightforward, and the pressure of a golf competition day multiplies this stress. Yeah, from the morning, it's listen to podcasts, it's yoga to warm up the body, it's get dressed, take my medicines, eat breakfast, go to the course, uh, range practice, ship and putt practice, actually visit the bathroom. Is known. I would forget it if I won't, didn't write it down. And then the last thing before going to first tea is mindfulness. So the challenge is significant. For example, at Erica's first Edgar event in 2022, out on the golf course, taking time out behind a tree and taking deep breaths were needed to calm herself down after a nervous crisis on the course. I actually have a picture on my phone where I have 15 smaller pictures of favourite moments that makes me happy because... If I get a positive feeling, it's affecting the chemicals in my brain and it's easier to get back on track. If it gets worse, I have a video clip. I won a Swedish competition last year and the club manager said, on the first place, maybe the happiest person I ever met, <laughs> Erika Malmberg. And then I was, oh, I'm a happy person. So every time I played that clip, I get reminded of that I'm happy. Four of these 15 pictures feature her beloved young son, Philip, who travels with Erica to some of her Edgar tournaments and who enjoys just hanging out with her fellow players and volunteers. Yet with all these challenges and tribulations, people will still say, it doesn't show and surely it doesn't affect your golf. My answer is that you're probably right, says Erica. If I played every time on the same course, with the same friends, with the same weather, and the same lie, with the same club, with the same results, the same energy, same golf ball, clothes, the same background noise, and the same movements from all around me, it may not affect me. 
Instagram is a good platform to discuss her golf, sports and living with autism. And Erica's audience is growing and appreciative of her message. She mentions three people who have signed up to Edgar via Instagram following her communications. And Erica believes she can inspire more people with a disability to try golf, particularly young people who at times only see the limitations around their impairment. And I'm doing it because I don't have that much to lose. If it's hard for me, then it's even harder for a teenager. Helping young people with autism to find their own way is now important to Erica. Her own work can be stressful and her condition means she struggles with deadlines. So she ensures for her colleagues and clients that the standard of delivered work is of the highest quality possible. Her clients stay with her and she believes this can show others with autism that you don't have to be entirely conventional to succeed. Life can get in the way of any good plan, so you just need to do your best. Performance first, follow the process in life and golf, and then good results can follow. It doesn't add up. <laughs> I'm always behind. Uh, I have really nice customers that still are customers, strangely enough. But I have to do a really good job because otherwise I would be out the door. I have a lot of people around me supporting me in different ways. My co co-workers are <laughs> probably the ones who are supporting me most because they get to have a heavier load because I'm busy. My son is always with me training and he loves hanging at the golf course. He, he likes hitting balls, but more importantly, he loves just hanging there. That makes it a lot easier. As to a wider understanding about autism in sport, Erica adds, I think it's moving in the right direction, but since I have been undiagnosed for most of my life, I think it's a better way to conquer the world with just accepting everyone for who they are. Doesn't matter which disabilities or is, just treat everybody decent. To do this, says Erica, much of it is about communication. If you want to know more about her condition, just ask her, she says. Yeah, and that's one thing that I think is very important. Just speak, just ask. Because my main problem in life and in all human relationships is that people doesn't say what they mean. Meanwhile, Erica will also tell you of how golf has helped her a great deal. It allows her to lose herself in practice in a peaceful, natural environment where her hard work in the process of learning echoes her younger life as a champion shooter. While she plays off a golf handicap of around 15, this looks likely to improve further with the focus and the hard work she is putting into her game, working hard on that process. And so now, back to that groundbreaking symposium at Woburn where Erica was among speakers expert in their field who were bringing to the international audience the latest thinking on G4D. Encouraging and inspiring new golfers with disability, treating them with equity at all stages of their journey through the game and improving current practices were the key themes of the conference. Both Erica and fellow Edgar player Mike Jones of Wales spoke brilliantly about their respective golfing journeys and how the sport has inspired them. Erica talked delegates through her personal challenges in playing golf and how she keeps learning the game because she loves golf so much. Clearly emotional in her talk, but always eloquent in her second language, Erica received sustained applause from everyone at the conference. It really was an excellent speech. Fellow delegate, 
Christian Hamilton of Golf Australia said, We were absolutely enthralled by Erica. Surely the best conference speech many of us will have heard. Erica's passion to create more awareness to help other golfers with a disability is simply fantastic. This view was echoed by Edgar President Tony Bennett, who added, Erica provided a compelling testimony that strengthens her assertion that no one knows what it feels like to be in her shoes. Just as it is in every case, others can never know, but they tend to think what it might be like, and sadly, so often they are wrong. The following day at Woburn, it was the first morning of the very first G4D Open, and by fate, Erica Molenberg had been listed to strike the historic opening shot of the tournament. Having completed all of her own preparations and stuck to her process, Erica stepped forward onto the first tee in front of the small crowd. Controlling her emotions with three of the very deepest breaths to stay calm, she then split the fairway with an excellent drive of more than 200 yards to applause. As Erica talks to you, she may be smiling, but then suddenly she may be wiping away a tear. We can't see into people's minds, yet we all think we can understand people merely from their body language. All of us are wrong a great deal of the time. Erica Mullenberg may have missed that practice round at Woburn to deliver her speech, but at this G4D Open Championship, she had certainly been a role model for others to follow. A good performance on the course for sure, but a remarkable symposium presentation that made a genuine impact on listeners. It was highly thought-provoking, perhaps turning the dial for far greater understanding in the varied, sometimes wonderful, life of the mind. This Edgar podcast was written and narrated by Ben Evans and the sound production was by Martin Maynard of Sounds Good. You can find more stories of people with a disability thriving through golf in the profiles section of the Edgar website at edgargolf.com and you can contact members of our team through the website.